Hi there. Welcome to OTs Get Paid, the podcast for OT entrepreneurs, where we learn about everything you need to know to move from thinking like a therapist to acting like a CEO and making good money along the way. Are you curious how to continue to be true to your mission of helping others as an OT and get paid what you're worth? Do you want to know the best tips that add zeros to your bank account? Do you wonder how other OTs do it too? I'm your host, Trish Williams, a Canadian, a mom, a not-so-closet choir nerd, an occupational therapist of over 26 years. I spent most of those years loving my profession, but secretly wishing I could get paid a lot more. Did I feel like I had an important job that had great impact on my clients and society? Check. Did I also wish I could feel validation in that work through getting paid enough to feel financial freedom? Check, check. So finally in my 40s, as a single mom who needed to get real with my income, I built two six-figure businesses including my latest as an OT entrepreneur coach at Trish Williams Consulting. And through this, I heard the secret shame that others felt the same way too. So I'm raising my voice and raising my profile of this issue and probably raising my prices. I'm here to talk about OTs making money. So let's do like Scrooge McDuck and dive into those giant piles of gold coins and get swimming and start this episode. Welcome OT entrepreneurs to the OT's Get Paid podcast, season two, episode 19. Happy birthday to us. Happy birthday to us. It is February 1st, 2022, and tomorrow is the first year anniversary of this podcast. It's a birthday. As of right now, we have 20,000 downloads. I cannot believe how far we have come. Not just downloads, the number of DMs, the number of reviews, the number of people that comment in our Facebook group. It is amazing. So this February is a celebration of this podcast and you, our listeners. We are going to be highlighting our listeners, reading more reviews, and having a giveaway. I've never done a giveaway before. I've never actually even seen a giveaway in the OT entrepreneur world. So we'll see how it goes. Here's what I want you to do. In order to enter the giveaway, and then I'll talk about what we're going to get, I want you to take the OT's Get Paid quiz. It's right there on my website, trishwilliamsconsulting.ca backslash quiz. You're going to learn where you're leaving money on the table. You're going to learn how to become a get paid peep, how to grow your business so that you have not only increased profitability, but increased clarity and increased impact in your world. Why? Because women give more money away. They use it to support their families, their community, their teams, their staff, their clients. When you give women money, women do more with it. So again, we're going to put the link in the show notes, but please go to the website. I had someone DM me about a week or two ago, and they said just by taking the quiz, they had 
incredible, valuable information to not only know where they are in the start, grow and scale phase, but what to do next in order to help them get to that next phase. And then we would love you to take a screenshot either of your results or the quiz or anything to do with this and hashtag OTs get paid and put that on some type of social media. We are going to choose at random a winner. A member of our team is going to choose our winner and we're going to announce this later. So it is going to be closed at probably like midnight PST on February the 28th. And via the podcast and social media, we're going to announce the winner on March 8th, which is a lovely way to tie in this whole thing because that is actually my daughter's 18th birthday. So what are you going to win? The first is you're going to win a gift, and I'm going to keep it a little bit of a secret. It is something that I purchased with the intention of giving away in this month for this celebration. I bought it six months ago. I bought one for myself, squirreled it away. It fits our mission of female empowerment and supporting women's growth and entrepreneurship and our chosen partner for social justice, Dress for Success. You are also going to win a free day of Voxer with me. I don't actually publicize that I have a day of Voxer. It tends to live in my offer bank of people that I think it would be appropriate for. You know, if we're looking at sales and marketing, it would be kind of a downsell. Like if somebody comes in and I think they could benefit from monthly coaching, which is more expensive, but then if that doesn't resonate with them, this would be like a downsell. You guys know I'm always going to teach you what's happening on the back end. So the day of Voxer is an ability to sit with me and get coaching. It is all over Voxer. It is five hours and it is typically valued at $6.97 and you are going to get this for free. What we do is we both get on Voxer and we go back and forth, back and forth. People either pummel me with questions or we get one or two things solved. It's nice to have it in Voxer. It's different than when I do Zoom because, you know, you can like pick your kids up from school. You can make a lunch. You can like walk on the treadmill. I can take a client call. We can like, you know, you can answer some email. Like it's asynchronous. So it's, um, and it allows you to go away and think and maybe do a little bit of follow-up or homework or whatever I might give with you. So that is our prize package. I sound like, <laughs> oh my gosh, what do I sound like? Like a, uh, like a Bob Barker kind of person. Okay, so please, please, please enter. Um, we really, really, really want to give this away and we want people to get the value of the quiz and we want to like celebrate, celebrate, celebrate. We also, of course, will announce, you know, who you are and everything you're about. We're going to highlight you. So let's talk about today's episode, episode 19. Why is today's episode so important? This episode is for everyone. I want you to learn about the stages of business because this totally changed how I saw to grow a business. What was the mistake that I and many others were making before? Everything just felt uphill. Like this Sisyphean task of growing and growing and growing and growing and never ending work. What comes next and what should I actually be focusing on and how do I do it without the constant hustle and overwhelm is really the clunky way of saying what I love to do most, which is giving people an idea of where they are in the start growth scale phase and let's know what to do to level up. 
know what to do, what to do, and when to do it. So, you know, really two things helped me with that. The first was the strategic plan with as already discussed. We've had a masterclass. Thank you for all those that signed up and showed up on the 20th of January. We, I have a VIP day about it. We have a template. We have a podcast. You can do it for free. You know, we talk about strategic planning a lot in here. It's one of our core lessons in the 100K Club, which is running right now. Okay, so we've got all the strategic plan things, and there's a link to that in the show notes. The second is what I really want to talk about today, which again is understanding the levels of growth in a business. I had no idea. It all just felt too massive. And now the solution is feeling like it's bite-sized chunks. And we don't have to do everything. We only have to do the right things at the right time. I want you to get paid. And I want you to be able to do that by knowing where you are in your growth scale and what to do next to get to that level. Okay? We're going to review them today. Now, a reminder, one of the reasons that this is such a great episode to talk about and celebrate and do the giveaway with the quiz is because actually this is what the quiz is built around. It's literally about this. We have taken the pillars and the frame, pardon me, the framework for OTs get paid and we have chunked it into bite-sized pieces. So when you get your results, you're literally going to know what to do next. And I have tailored this for therapists in all my years of owning therapy businesses and helping other therapists. So that's why these two are so aligned right now. These have been gleaned from different sources over the years. Like I said, my own experience, different coaching. The primary one for this, the primary reference that I go to back again and again is from Rachel Cook. She's from the CEO Collective. I really love her. Okay. So most of us are identify as like therapists, maybe a therapist with a business. You know, you might start to see the term CEO, but you're like, mm, I don't even know if that's really for me. And all of us, one day I'm going to have to, I think this might be the title of the book that I might write one day, The Accidental Entrepreneur, The Accidental OT Entrepreneur. Most of us just kind of fell into this. I see you. I see all of you. And I see that you want a checklist. Okay, again, the quiz will give you a lot more stages of what to do and so will this podcast. We are also going to be using some information from the Harvard Business Review. Let's jump in. So as I've mentioned and alluded to, the three phases of business are start, grow, and scale. And I have broken it down further for our OT groups and gone with the themes that resonate for us as OT business owner. And the first group start is being an underpaid therapist. Second, grow is a feast and famine business owner. And the third, scaling is a money to spare CEO. I think you'll see it's not just about how you are getting paid that's in the titles, it's about how you identify as a leader as well, whether it's just a therapist, quote unquote, or finally a business owner, and then eventually to a CEO. So let's hop into underpaid therapist, which is the startup. In the startup, the focus is validation. The Harvard Business Review calls this stage existence or survival. <laughs> and I know those of us who have been there or those of us who are there now really understand this. The owner is everything. It is you. You are only trying to survive. The only friend you have is a volleyball named Wilson because you're just trying to survive on this island or maybe a computer named Mac. So what you need to do is you need to find out if you have something that people want to buy. So I'm going to again hearken to the OTs Get Paid framework. We'll put a link in the show notes for that. 
we break this down into three areas, increase your profit, increase your clarity, and increase your impact. So let's talk about from the startup focus. In startup, to increase your profit, you need to know your money, number one. What does that mean? You need to have separate bank accounts. Now, you don't have to set up corporate bank accounts. I started out, and many people do, with like just opening another checking account in their personal world. That is fine. I just don't want the numbers to be mixing with your personal bank accounts because it gets too confusing, and I need you to keep your eye on those numbers. Another thing in knowing your money is I need you to get some appropriate pricing for your product or your service. I need you to go and possibly increase your insurance if that's what you need to do through your regulatory body. And I also want you to start looking for a bookkeeper ASAP. This is not something I want you to do on your own. The second thing in knowing your money is understanding sales and marketing. This is just getting your toe wet on how to market and sell your new service or product. The main question you should ask yourself is what problem do you solve and who do you serve? This is all about validating your new idea. One of the mistakes I see people making here is that they get lost in the details. And as a coach and a consultant, I keep asking clients, so what? So what? So what? So what? So what if you're going to put another product out into the world? So what if you're going to open a new pediatric therapy clinic? So what? What problem is it that you really, really solve? So keep that in mind. Three under increasing your profit is to start to think about operations. And honestly, in the startup stage, in the underpaid therapist stage, you really don't need many operations at all. You're just trying to survive. I do want, you're going to basically be creating systems as you see the need for them. And that's fine. You're going to learn on the go. What I'd like you to do is capture what you are doing. So if you are creating invoices, find a way to capture that in either a written document or a Loom video so that you know what to do again and again and again. Some of those things that you're doing on the regular, capture it. I want you to set up a legal entity. That's going to be obviously very different from where you are in the world. And there's people all over the world that listen to this podcast. We're going to talk about that in the next uh, in the next February podcast. And I want you to know the rules for service provision in your state, province, et cetera, et cetera. So you're going to check in with your regulatory body. But that's really it for increasing profit, knowing your money, sales and marketing and operations. Okay, the second part of the OTs Get Paid framework is increasing clarity. And if you are in the start phase, the underpaid therapist with a business phase, the first part that we talk about in increasing clarity is having a strategic plan. Now, there is a real benefit for having a strategic plan once you've started to make some money. And that can just be like any money. At that point, you are a post-revenue business. And when you're in the start phase, sometimes you're pre-revenue and sometimes you're post-revenue. If you are in the post-revenue service area, that's when I think a strategic plan is really going to be of benefit because I think you're going to know a bit more on how to write it. Not to say that the strategic plan pre-revenue won't be of benefit, but I think it's of true benefit after in its entirety. What you can do is use your strategic plan to work in 90-day sprints. This is something I learned from Melissa Point. I think she got it from... Hmm, Stephen Covey, James Wedmore, can't remember. At any rate, what I do with many, many, many of my clients that are in this area is we talk about an impact 
and an income goal. And I want you to write two measurable 90-day goals that you can focus on so that you have clarity. And yeah, you're right. It's not going to be, quote unquote, enough. But what it does is it forces you to get very, very clear on when you're going to sit down to work on this business, what you need to do next. The second point that we have in the OTs Get Paid framework for increased clarity is CEO time. Now, at this point, that probably doesn't resonate with a lot of you in the start phase. This is probably a side hustle. You probably have a job. You are a, you know, underpaid therapist starting a business. Right now, you just have to find the time to work on it and realize that this is the start of something great. So I remember sitting down, coming home from my J-O-B, <laughs> eating a burrito. I remember on the crunch nights, I was like, it's burritos, kids. <laughs> or quesadillas, those were our go-tos. And like takeout burritos were if mom was like really busy. And I might watch a tiny bit of reality TV. And then I was back at my dining room table, chunking it out for another three hours. Okay, you can do this. The best thing to do during CEO time as the visionary of your business, it's going to be a very different look to what CEO time looks like when you're in the growth or the scale phase. I want you to realize that at this point, it's kind of enmeshed. Like you are the business and you are the visionary. You're like the doer and the planner. So use this time. Just protect that time. That's what I really want to say. Follow all these other points and do it in this time. If you are a service provider, if you are in the business of actually seeing clients, you might be using that time. I, I worked every other Saturday for years and it was really hard then to work like on the business. I get it, but it's time. Hey, Trish. Yes, Ashley. As an OT entrepreneur who's just starting to make money, I bet you've thought, oh my gosh, I just got my first few clients. What the heck do I do now? Don't worry. At Therabyte, we have you covered. We heard you and we created intake and consent templates just for you. So you've downloaded the template and now you can say, amazing, I know exactly how to get my client started. Oh, I wish I'd had this in the beginning. I pulled everything together and needed something this efficient. Okay, so where can listeners find these templates, Ashley? Super easy. The link will be in the show notes. You just hop over to our website, find templates, and you've got your download. Sounds great. To just think about that, you know, billing, connecting one-on-one -on -one with people in a marketing and sales kind of way, you know, the one by one by one and the connection really is going to be the primary piece of you growing this business. In terms of sales and marketing and in terms of getting clarity, there is a very simple loop. I've decided to TM it and call it the loop to 100K because that's really the sweet spot of OTs get paid. The loop to 100K, which is you have an idea, you need to market it, you need to sell it, you need to deliver it, you need to get paid, people need to love it, and you need to get a testimonial. And you go around and around and around and around that loop until you hit about 100,000. So... This is really the road to 100K loop. This is really like what you need to do in that startup phase. The last thing in our OTs Get Paid framework is increasing our impact. And right now, the best way for you to impact the world is in two ways. One, you need to stay alive. You need to get this business to survive because you are creating 
a legacy for your family. You are creating a legacy for yourself. And if you can work on the right thing at the right time and follow this and follow the quiz results, this will help you stay open and in survival. Your impact is going to be less in terms of one-to-many, and it's going to be a lot more one-on-one, the person you had the conversation with, the person that bought your product, the person that you provided the service for. Briefly, I want to talk about a few stats in the startup phase. 20% of businesses fail in the first year. And 60% of businesses fail in the first three years. These are statistics I pulled from Canada for 2020, but they, they're they very typical. This, this is like, you know, this is specific to Canada 2020, but this is very similar to what you see across the board. With that, these are, these are not, you know, identified and split via gender, gender-identified markers. Women make up about 30% of small business owners. So I want you to understand that what you are already doing, starting a business in the startup phase, pre-revenue or post-revenue, you are doing something amazing. And you have found your home at OTs Get Paid and in the OTs Get Paid Facebook board. We are here for you. Let's talk briefly about a few more mistakes that people make and then we'll go on to the second stage, which is growth. A lot of people at this point go too big. They come in with like too many systems or debt, or they have a whole plan for what this is going to look like in, you know, 2024, and they don't even have validation of their service or product. They might have a fancy sales and marketing team. Oh my goodness, the amount of people I've talked to that bring in already have like a website developer. And I'm like, but you don't even know if anybody's going to buy this. (laughs) Um, You know, they come in with the idea that this is going to last, and I'm all for that, except they've gone too big and they're missing the simple validation and survival of, is this actually going to work? The marketing question to be asked again and again is, what problem are you solving? And as I mentioned, so what? The flip of that that I see often is, what do I need to do to start? Okay, I hope I don't tick anybody off when I say this. Uh, Just start. Literally. Just do it. Now, if you have like serious, like not serious, if you have a challenge, like if you are really stuck, if you are really in freeze, I know Carlin out there, OT coach, she will definitely be able to help you with that. But I'm going to argue that that again is pretty specialized. We all know fight, flight, freeze, or fade. I was just asking about that on my Instagram the other day. And listen, I get into freeze for sure. But I don't want you to overthink this. If you remember that I've said that almost every single OT business owner I've ever talked to has found themselves as an accidental entrepreneur. They just kind of shrug their shoulders, just like I did one day and thought, yeah, okay, I'll give this a whirl. What do you mean there's nobody I can refer this school care child to in private practice because they don't exist? Oh, well, maybe I'll do that every other Saturday and then Tuesday nights and then Thursday nights. And then I had a full caseload. And then I went to my J-O-B and said, can I try this for a year? Like, talk about an accidental entrepreneur because you need to know if you have something. So unless you find yourself in Uber freeze, just start. 
you know you will have reached, and and if you hate what I said, (laughs) by the way, and you want to come at me, come at me, come at me in the OTs Get Paid Facebook group. The link is down. I would love to have this conversation. I have my opinions. Maybe I've just said something a little controversial. So you come at me if you want to in our Facebook group. You know you have reached the growth phase when you have grossed you know, about $100,000 more or less. There are some people in the 100K club that have grossed a lot more and some people that have grossed a little less, but they know that they've had that loop that we talked about, the, the, what did I call it? (laughs) I just TM'd it. It was brilliant on the fly. Hold on. Loop 200K. Gosh, that was brilliant. See, just try something, you guys. That's literally what I just did. Uh, Once you have that loop to 100K down pat, then you're going to see that you need to know more to grow. Okay. Number two is the growth phase. As Harvard Business Review calls the success and growth phase, and the only goal is to maintain profitability. Here at OTs Get Paid, we have made it really specific for the therapists we know, and we are calling it feast and famine business owner, meaning you are, you know, you understand that you're a business owner now, you kind of get it, and yet the work is like feast or, uh uh-oh, phone lines just dried up or my sales of my product just dried up. So we know that the start is all hustle and sweat equity. We know that growth is where you start to get strategic. This is that stage. By the time you hit the growth phase, what's going you're going to identify as a, being in the growth phase other than the ideas or the markers I've just given you, you're going to like pull your head up and you're going to say, wow, what a ride. <laughs> like, I think this is something. I think this is working. I think I'm an actual business owner. I don't identify with any of those other business owners and fancy cocktail parties. And I certainly don't know what business book to read. Mm, I've heard Trish on her podcast. Maybe I'll follow her for a bit more. What else is out there? I've hit a ceiling. I can't do more. What's next? That's when you know you are in the growth phase. I have to admit, this is my favorite phase. It's my favorite stage. It's the one I've built my first group coaching program on, as I've mentioned, called the 100K Club. It is now my signature offer. It's going to be something that I launch two to three times a year. And if you're interested in that, by the way, we've got a link to the 100K Club. We now have an application process. You'll get be the first person to know, get on the wait list, et cetera. Okay. And the reason that I love this phase so much is because this was when I really noticed the biggest shift in both my OT businesses, but particularly when I had the clinic. And we just took off. So again, let's use the OTs get paid model. So increasing profit. Number one is knowing your numbers. You are going to have to know your gross revenue, your profit, your take home, and you're going to need to start paying yourself and what your ops costs are. Number two is refining your sales and marketing. You know how to sell this. You know how to market this. You know what you do. You know the problems you solve. You know how to talk to your ideal client. But now it's time to refine this or look at something that we call a sales funnel. We're going to be addressing this in another podcast. We we talk about this in the 100K Club. And it's really refining that. Does it have to be you? Does it have to be one-on-one all the time? What can you do and what data you need to track? And in particular, in the growth phase to increase your profit, number three is ops, 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 operations, 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 operations. And again, it doesn't have to be you. By now, if you are in this phase, I know you have a laptop full of Google Docs, a notebook full of ideas. You are really on the ball. You just need to make it 
tighter and replicable because soon other people are going to need to be doing this for you. Number two in our model is increasing clarity. Again, we've talked about this before, a strategic plan. Number one is a strategic plan. It's not just about 90-day sprints anymore. This is about a strategic plan that is thorough and deep. It is 90-day, it is by quarter, by year, and by three years. And you are going to live and breathe this document. And as I mentioned, we have a ton of freebies and a VIP day if you want my one-on-one attention and intensity to help you with that. We also do this in the 100K Club. You are actually, number three, going to realize that you need to be a CEO. And what do you do with this time that is so different from in the start phase? Well, you need to embrace it. You need to be able to really be the visionary. You are going to pull yourself out of the business more to work on the business, not just in the business. And lastly, number three, you're going to track the data that you need to track. So much data that exists in your business you might not even know. You need to know what to track, how to track, and the patterns that you need to grab from it. Okay, and lastly, it's increasing the impact. At this point, OTs want to get paid as I've mentioned, so they can spend, especially at this point, more time with their family, community, and give more of that money to their team and their clients. So I, at this point, ask you to start focusing on your zone of genius. I do not want you spending any more time doing things that you are crummy at or that you don't like. You've been the whole enchilada, okay, and now you can be, I don't know, why are we on a Mexican food theme here? Like little bite-sized tacos. (laughs) It is time to start thinking. The more you spend your time in your zone of genius and the more you hire or outsource the things that you don't love, the more that your company is going to grow because you're supposed to be the visionary here. So you're still going to be in the business a bit. You're going to be a lot more uh, working on the business. And also it's time to start thinking about that passion project. Start to dream it up and maybe start to write down some of the next steps that you want. Again, the overall theme here is shifting from one-to-one to 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 one-to-many in order to create more leverage in your business. One of the things I want you to really start doing is not just networking and not And I mean, a lot more referrals, but also start an email list. This is a really tangible thing for marketing for you to do so that you can continue to sell via that email list. Even if you have a service-based business, we know that the conversion rates for email are still gold in 2022. I was just listening to Tyler McCall. He has this, he's an online business guru and he's very smart and knows what to predict in the market. And even in 2022, he is saying, You know, email is still the gold standard. And we know that the open rates and the click rates are strong still. And I know that any sales convo that you have or one of your clients has or one of your team members has with an ideal client will convert at at least a 50% conversion rate. And with OTs, by the way, I hear it's way, way more. So how do we keep that going while in a more leveraged way? By the way, at this stage, as an aside, I don't find that most OTs have a problem with attracting their ideal client. Most OTs actually like have enough business. It's how to pull themselves out and streamline it and put systems and start leveraging that. The other thing is you need to be able to take time off and you need to be able to pay yourself, as I mentioned. This is a key before moving to the next stage. Mistakes that most people make at this feast and famine business owner stage, this growth stage, is that they continue to work in the business and not on the business. And like 
so much in the business. They know that they they valid they really know and I I'm thinking back to many clients. Listen, it's it's a habit I get caught in this as well. We all went into the business because you know, 98% of the people I talk to still love quote unquote treatment or they love serving their clients. And it's really hard if you've built this incredible service-based business to start pulling yourself out because that's what you love. And that's honestly why a lot of people are coming to your business. And, you know, how do you shift out of that? And you start to feel really guilty because you listen to this podcast, (laughs) you've become a client or you're in the 100K club and you're like, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know I need to work on my business more, but how do you actually stop? And the secret is, it's actually upside down world. Here's the secret, another secret of the growth phase. It is upside down world. It is George Costanza world. It is do everything the opposite to make success. You need to slow down to speed up. What does Phil Dunphy say? Smooth is, I can't remember what he says, but I love that. Slow is smooth and smooth is fast. I think he says something like that. So whether you think of Phil Dunphy or think of George Costanza when he's like, Jerry, all I need to do is do everything opposite and my life is a total success. It actually is true. The more you spend on your business, the more you're going to see a return on investment, which is a freaky, freaky flip to do because you're like, but I bill. If I don't see people, if I don't sell something, if I don't have as many people buy this product as possible. So admitting that you are the bottleneck in your business is the number one mistake I see that people make at this stage. The other thing I see is people resisting, 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 resisting hiring or expanding their org chart. And they continue to hold on to the things they suck at. And they just look at me and they're like, I can't even get through the day. How am I possibly supposed to hire somebody? Those are the two things that I see as the biggest mistakes. And how to fix them is protect your CEO time, knowing that honestly, that return on the investment will come. Even if you don't see it right away, it will come. That's the only way to grow. How do you know when you've reached the next stage? You are making high six figures, like, well, 500K usually and up. I've seen different sources say different things. Once you reach the stage, I want you to recognize something. Only 12% of small business owners reach this stage by the end when you're ready to get into the scale mode. Only 12%. That is American and is pulled from Rachel Rogers. She's U.S. I mean, that's incredible. Again, I want you to sit and think about how you've achieved something that is statistically incredibly rare and difficult. You go you. Okay, stage three, money to spare CEO, which other people call the scaling stage. Here we are focusing on growth to multiple, 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 multiple six figures and seven and some eight-figure businesses. The Harvard Business Review calls this the maturity stage, the return on the investment. And I say it is the perfection of one too many. So at this stage, you are embracing that you are a CEO and you know that through the ups and through the downs, you can cover your monthly overhead. And if you've been taught well, <laughs> and you've been a member of my tr- my groups before, you will know that we teach to have at least a few months of business expenses in savings. So you are no longer feast and famine. You've got it covered. You know you're going to cover your overhead. You know you're going to be able to pay your people, pay yourself, etc., even if things start to slow down or 
you know, a pandemic happens. What you need now is new infrastructure. And that includes new infrastructure for team, 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 team. You're going to start to divide that org chart. It's going to be much more divisional than before and in infrastructure and marketing and sales. So if you've gone to the quiz and you have scored a money to spare CEO, I want you to call me. Seriously, reach out, send me an email, DM me. We need to highlight the OT business owners who have reached this level. And listen, this podcast isn't just about highlighting everybody that's like making seven figures or is a money to spare CEO on that road. But dang, is it a good place to also do that. So again, using the quickly using the OTs get paid framework to get paid and to really, you know, charge through this level, you want to increase your profitability. And that is by outsourcing your billing. You know exactly what that monthly overhead is. You are doing daily check-ins with the numbers. You are scaling to seven figures and beyond without just making more and more and more and more and more sales or seeing more and more and more clients and hiring more and more therapists. Is there a way that you can serve people by not just bringing in more and more and more and more people and more and more therapists if you have an agency model? How can you serve 100 people the same way that you serve 10? That's really the big profitability question for a money to spare CEO. We're not going through the levels in the same way because I know most of the people that listen to this podcast aren't money to spare CEO yet. And if you are, then give me a holler and we can go through these in more detail. Uh, if, you, if you'd like, that's an offer for you. I mean, I want you on the podcast, but if you want more specifics here, we can talk about them as well. So clarity is increasing your clarity in terms of strategic planning and being a CEO and no, knowing your numbers is that you sit solely in the visionary position. And that is your full-time job. You may decide to, you know, do a product show or trunk show for something. You may decide to see a few clients, but your full-time job is being the CEO. You are taking meetings, you have daily huddles, you have team leads, you have people that are specializing in marketing and in operations and in sales and advisory boards, et cetera, et cetera. And your job is to be like the conductor and manage all of this, and you are executing the grand plan. You are also continuing to build the grand plan. In terms of impact, you are reaching more people than you could have ever dreamed. You have money to spare. You are now giving your clients and your team the best place to work. And additionally, you're spending most of your time in your zone of genius. You can also take time off quite a bit of time off if you want, and sales will never, ever, ever stop. You have a recurring profit going. Now is the time for your passion project, because I haven't met an OT that doesn't want big, major things for themselves, their community, the clients they serve, etc., in this impact stage. And when you hit scaling, that's when you can really start to double down on this. Do you want to offer scholarships? Do you want to offer offsites? Are you going to build retreats? Are you going to write a book? Are you going to be, buy more properties? Are you going to become the expert lecturer in your field and fly around the world? Like, there's just so many unbelievable things. One of the things, for example, to give you tangible is that when we hit that, we're not at that stage quite yet, but once we hit that in probably two more years for Trish Williams Consulting, I want to start Kickstarter fundraising for 
us to help other OT business owners start their business, like a little mini Shark Tank sitch for all of us. But that's not a project for growth. That's a project for scaling. Because in growth, you have to say a lot more no's. And in scaling, you already know what you can say yes and no to, and you have more time. The biggest mistake that I see people making in this area is that they don't want to change their business model. They have settled, for example, on an agency structure, which is like other people on the team delivering the services, which is what so many people traditionally think of. And I have a lot of clients like this. I mean, that's what I had, a pediatric therapy clinic is basically an agency model. And they don't want to shift that. They don't want to put in more systems or different structures or other offers. Remember way back when, I think it was episode three, season one, we talked about the Ascension models. A lot of people right now are dabbling, well, not dabbling, like going full in on any kind of online course that they can use as an adjunct to what they're already doing and selling. You know, what structures and changes do you need to make the business model so that you can sell to and serve more people um, one time. And these sales need to convert tons of people at a time. The other biggest mistakes I see is that customer service is where things start to fail. We have grown as OTs and we have put together incredible, incredible businesses. We very rarely ever have any customer complaints that I can hear of in the, you know, the hundreds of OTs that I've talked to. But customer service here is where it starts to fail because you don't have the moving parts to make sure that there's a team there for that implementation and that follow-up. Now, guess what? Only 3% of small business owners get to this stage. Isn't that incredible? If you are in the money despair stage, this is a massive kudos to you. And is amazing as we go through the math. I'm just as impressed with the numbers of the number of people who make it through the start phase to the growth phase to the scale phase because it's all kind of a miracle. One of the best conversations I ever had with a friend's partner at a dinner party, uh, you know, super doodly, had gone to NSAAD, B-school, like, you know, Ivy League guy and just incredibly you know, polished and well-connected and just such a nice human being. And we, I was starting to have more confidence in having business conversations with people outside of like the OT world. Like when they'd be like, what do you actually do, Trish? I'm like, well, I think I'm more than a therapist now. So he was talking to me about business. And really, I remember him just standing there and he got quiet and he just looked at me and he was like, I think all business is a miracle. And I actually really agree with that. So I hope the stats motivate you, but I also hope you realize that building any kind of business is a miracle. You have been given a gift. You have been given an education. You have an alignment to an idea and you are putting it out there. And we use this thing that we call money to solidify that idea. And in turn, the ripple effect that can happen from that in the way that we change lives it's pretty incredible. You literally are creating something from nothing. And I think that's the miracle that Chris was referring to. So these are the highlights. According to the research that I've done, according to the references I've already referenced, according to the OTs Get Paid framework that we've discussed in the start, grow, and scale phase, there's a lot more detail 
obviously. (laughs) But I want you to walk away with this and have quick wins at every stage. And the quiz will also solidify that and help you do that. If you want to learn more, you can always come and work with me. And the link to how to work with me is in the show notes as well. That offer, I would love, love, love to help you reach that next stage and that my door is always open. And finally, we come to our first review of February, and this I chose because it is way back from February 8th, 2021, so it's almost exactly a year ago. Great show, the listener says. I am so hopeful for OTs in private practice. It is so nice to feel supported and feel like people just get it. Thank you again, and I look forward to more episodes, and that's from L. Hirsch 82 What I would love for you to do as you leave a review is to please not just leave your username, but put your actual name and your therapy clinic in the review because I'm sure this is somebody's like personal Apple system and I'm not able to highlight who it is. But as I said, it's at random. So that's who we chose. And if you have liked this episode, that's one of the best currencies in OTs Get Paid that we talk about is a currency, not just, you know, paying me money if you choose to purchase any services from me now or in the future, but also the currency of review. Please rate and please review this podcast if you have found something that you love. It really, first of all, it's a total confidence booster and it also allows other people to see us. Additionally, I've had people that have mentioned that a friend has shared or a colleague has shared this podcast with them. Even somebody who they went to grad school with said they shared the podcast with them. That's another way, if you have enjoyed what you have heard, that you can help us as a company grow and that you can get this podcast into the ears of others so that they can benefit. Happy February. Happy first year birthday to us. Thank you to you. Obviously, We still wouldn't be here if it wasn't for our incredible, amazing listeners. Thank you and catch you next week. This has been OTs Get Paid, recorded live in Studio C. That's Studio Closet. I'm Trish Williams. If you have feedback on today's episode, send us a DM on IG at OTs Get Paid or join our Facebook group at OTs Get Paid. We would really love to hear from you. We'd also love it if you could subscribe and write a review for the podcast. Each month, I'll pick a random review for a shout out to get your name and business on the air. Until next time.